to AI Arthritis Voices 360, the podcast solving today's most pressing issues in the AI arthritis community. We invite you to take the microphone and share your best tips, triumphs, and inspirations. Whether you are still in search of a diagnosis or a longtime patient, we want to hear from you because we know how much your voices matter. So pull up a chair and have a seat at the table. Welcome to AI Arthritis Voices 360. This is a shorter episode that we call At the Table, where we talk about important topics we've identified by communicating with other people in our community, also living with autoimmune arthritis or autoinflammatory arthritis diseases. My name is Tiffany, and I will be leading your conversation today. The topic is life of a biologic. And this one came up because I had posted on my own social media page not too long ago about my issues with a biologic that I've been on now for about seven years, but I've only noticed in the last six to eight months or so that my disease activity has heightened and I'm concerned. So I went to Facebook and I posted about it and I had a lot of input, a lot of traffic, a lot of conversation from other people living with these diseases. And uh, interestingly enough, I realized there's, there's quite a fear out there. There were several people that did talk about that they've never had experience with longevity on any biologic treatment. And, and you know, I do want to recognize that that is a real possibility. And I do feel fortunate that I've had a run uh, for this long on one. And there's reasons for why, why a person may not ever have uh, longevity with a biologic. It could be result of delay in diagnosis. It could be aggressive disease. The biologic you're on is targeting something that's different than maybe a biologic that targets another part of the immune system that you may benefit from. Regardless of, of that, um, there are reasons. And there's also reasons why persons who are seemingly successful on a biologic may suddenly uh, experience less efficacy. And that's kind of what happened to me. So my story was, uh, I've been on this biologic. I was changed over in 2013 to one uh, that is now approved for non-radiographic axial spondyloarthritis, which is my diagnosis. And once I was changed to that medication, it was literally like night and day. Uh, I felt so much better. It, it, it has helped me tremendously. And then about a year ago, I had a very severe and serious reaction to um, a medication, uh, an antibiotic medication, and it triggered something called Stevens-Johnson syndrome. If you're not familiar with that, it literally strips down your immune system and your body starts attacking itself to a very serious degree. I had these black blisters on my mouth, on my lips. They swelled up. They kept the, the, my skin was sloughing off and replacing itself. I had rash all over my body. Um, I had so much pain inside of my mouth, I guess probably blisters in my throat. I had to eat out of a straw. And eventually the pressure in my face and my head that I kept complaining about sort of exploded out to my face. I got, I got the rash by my eyes. I had I had blown holes out between my mouth and where my nose connect, and my nose wouldn't stop bleeding for a couple months, actually. So finally, an immunologist uh, did recognize that uh, that was the culprit, 
and stop taking that medication immediately. (laughs) And uh, it took a couple months for me to get back to even feeling normal. Well, interestingly enough, once I started feeling normal, I realized that I was flaring more than normal. <laughs> so my 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 feeling of self was back, but uh, I was having what it appeared to be a lot more disease activity. So I talked to my doctor about it, my rheumatologist, and and he agreed, well, you know, Stevens-Johnson syndrome strips you down pretty far and it's going to take a while to build back up and even if you though you feel better, the fact that your disease activity is heightened. It could simply be that you need more time to have your immune system built back up. So we're waiting and we're, we're going to see, but I, I have to admit I'm concerned. And, and part of that concern, part of that fear is you have a taste of what life can be like, what quality of life can be like on, on these treatments. And then when they start to um, not be as effective, I, you know, I wonder, am I going to find something that uh, is going to continue to work as well as this one did, or will this one snap back? And and that's what I'm hoping is that it is that uh, I I recover fully from this episode. But what I heard from other people was this this word fear that that came up a lot. And we talk in our communities about losing efficacy and being fearful, and and it seems like it's the seven, the six to seven mark where a lot of people this happens to. Although, you know, I, I heard a lot of, I worked for 15 years, and then you wonder, well, well, what happened? But again, we don't talk about the why. We talk about the fear. <laughs> and I thought, you know, this is a good opportunity to address the fear by providing knowledge, because knowledge is power, and we can fight our fears if we know how to address them. So I did a little bit of research, and um, some of you may already know this, and some of this I did already know, uh, but one of the reasons why your biologic may start losing efficacy could be because you're developing antibodies to it. So essentially, your body gets accustomed to it, and it's called anti-drug antibodies. So um, if that happens, then you may start to experience flares or signs that your disease activity is heightened. And then there's infection and adherence. Adherence is is one that... Uh, it it's not always because we forget to take our medications. There's a lot of reasons for adherence issues. I mean, m- myself, uh, I live in the United States, and every year in January, there seems to be a problem gaining access to my medications. There's always a lot of dealing with the the insurance companies, et cetera. And, and that adherence, that if you're missing your doses, then that could cause disease activity. But I'm curious about the other issues like the Stevens-Johnson syndrome. And when we have something like an illness that, that strips our immune system, what type of research? I couldn't find a lot. I did find stuff on adherence. I did find things on the anti-drug antibodies. I'm a, li- a little bit on infection, but I didn't hear a lot about the specific illnesses like a Stevens-Johnson syndrome, uh, like uh, some type of I guess I didn't see a lot on severe infections or just when our our bodies reprogram themselves, essentially. And that also leads me to hormones. I I wasn't able to find a lot on hormones. However, we have had some internal conversations with fellow patients who are going through menopause and had been very successful on their biologics for years. And now all of a sudden, they're not so successful. And that question has come up in our community. 
And that, that makes sense to me because a lot of patients will experience either remission or heightened disease activity during pregnancy. So I, it, it does seem logical, but I'm, we are curious about that. We wanted to investigate this a little bit more. So if you know of any existing research about the life of a biologic and why it will fail in someone who has been successful using it for you know, six, seven, 15 years, we would love to, for you to send that to us. We also want to hear from patients that have been successful on biologics for several years and then they just stopped being effective. We want to hear a little bit more about your story and why so we can connect the dots and maybe from the combination of the research and the research we're doing with patient stories, we can come up with some information to provide back to all of you so that we can eliminate some of this fear, especially those that are fearful, like, oh, I've hit that six or seven mark. What's going to happen? We don't need to be living with that kind of anxiety. So, um, I mean, if you're six or seven years, maybe you'll be 15 to 20. Who knows? So let's get some education out there. If you are a person who has access to any of this type of research, we would love to hear from you. You could just email us at podcast at AIarthritisvoices360.org. And in the subject, if you would put life of biologics, that would be extremely helpful. And then if you're a person living with these diseases who have had experience on biologics for a significant amount of time and they suddenly stop working for you, you could go to AIarthritis.org backslash podcast and locate this episode. Click on it, and from there, you will be able to see a recording of this, but then there'll also be a link to submit more comments and stories and questions. So we'd love to hear from you. And also, while you're on that podcast page, please feel free to check out any of our other episodes. And we're always looking for support. So if you love the show and you love the fact that we're able to do this and give resources back to the community based on the conversations we're having, please, by all means, submit a donation. We would certainly appreciate it. So that is the end of the episode today. I will uh, give everyone an update on what's happening with me, and I hope to alleviate my fears by a little of this research too. So thank you for joining us today and for pulling up a seat at the table. AI Arthritis Voices 360 is produced by the International Foundation for Autoimmune and Autoinflammatory Arthritis. Every Sunday, join Tiffany and her fellow patient co-hosts as they lead discussions in the patient community, as well as consult with stakeholders worldwide to solve the problems that matter most. Find us on the web at www.aiarthritis.org. 